Hello and welcome to the fifth and final episode of Inside the Bubble. In this finale, I'll have more from Principal Dubravik's interview. Our topics will be related to current and future topics of interest here at New Trier. This is a pretty interesting episode and a great way to wrap it up, so let's begin. We've already talked about the graduation at Soldier Field, but as a principal, how does it feel to see that in such an unusual time? I felt, I was so happy the sky was blue. <laughs> you know, you're always worried about weather, but I, that was probably the one of the best feel good um, at a really tough year for a lot of people. So, and seeing the smiles on kids' faces. So I, I, I'm so glad we were able to do it. And our, our you know, parents association helped. There's so many people that really were a part of, to make that experience happen. As a real sign of the times, Nutrier West opens its doors to become a vaccination site in early summer 2021. I even got my vaccine there. By the time we were getting to the spring, you know, one of the nice things that we did here, of course, was we, we um, were housing for vaccination. So, you know, we worked with a lot of different agencies that wanted to provide vaccinations and we opened up the Northfield campus. And then with that, we had a lot of our own students and community members here, parents, be able to get vaccinated. <clears throat> We're not requiring kids to be vaccinated to come to Nutrier, but we did ask for families, you know, if they wanted to, they could give us their, their vaccination. And we're in the high 90s um, with staff and with students. So that right in there really kind of helped us go, okay, you know, even though there's breakthrough cases and we know that they potentially still can, can get COVID, I think that the idea of lots of kids getting sick and having to manage all that and contact trace with 3,000 kids in a building versus, you know, 1,500, that certainly um, gives us a different level of relief. Vaccinations made planning for the next school year a lot easier. Planning for the year was just nothing but just trying to be hopeful again, positive attitude, things could happen. But there's, I don't think there's anything that could be worse than that year of COVID. Like some of the students mentioned in their interviews during episode three, even when the school was open in-person learning last year, some people did not take advantage of that. When you ask about challenges for this school year, um, I think one of the things that we talked a lot about was, um, you know, we have a lot of kids that just weren't in school still, you know, uh, that ended up not coming and choosing to come to school um, at all. And so... Then you have kids that were coming only a couple days, so learning just looked different for a year. And we knew that from having meetings with parents and just discussions with students in classrooms, there was this worry of, am I behind? Is, is it gonna be really hard next year? And then the emotional part of, I'm stepping in a building, I may not feel really safe yet. Um, you know, Families and students make choices on vaccination and we respect all of those choices, so just, you know, that whole concept of, um, of health and safety of kids and their mental health about, um, you know, what some kids have done being isolated for a year, felt being isolated for a year. How are we as a staff thinking about that? How did we open up the school year with our students saying, we know, <clears throat> you know, last year you were here and it's a ramp to reentry and we're here to support you versus, you know, you guys missed so much last year. I don't know how you're going to catch up. Like that, That's not a feel-good. We don't want our students hearing that, right? So we really spent time thinking and talking about what are we talking to kids about when they start the school year out, right? How do we make them at ease and let them know that, you know, we're here for them, 
and that you know we too you know we're, we're away from the school and we want to make sure that um, we're thinking about all of these things and um, not trying to scare kids about their learning. With everybody back in person five days a week now, school is a lot more normal. But how does that feel for the principal? You know, it gave me perspective because, you know, I I love, you know, being a part of the high school. It's obviously why I work here. But I think remembering that high school is all is a bit is everything, right? It, it there's a huge umbrella. It encompasses obviously the education. But there are so many other experiences that we want our kids to have. And um, when we had COVID, it was very it made me very mindful that not having those experiences is really impactful on kids. And so for me, seeing kids smile, the rally, homecoming, being at football games, watching the line up in person, you know, um, all of the broadcasting a game, seeing kids do what they love to do that connects them to school. And that, to me, um, has been just the best in these last couple months. The term, a new normal, has been thrown around everywhere since COVID. But in education, how did COVID positively affect schools and what good things came out of it? Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think, I think a lot of positives came out of it. Um, I mean, I think we found out that there are some kids that really excel um, learning from home. Um, you know, I think we're very traditional in a classroom, of course, but I think considering and thinking about what should learning look like and how do we, as a school, adapt learning for some kids that maybe have a different way of learning, right, um, that necessarily isn't in the seat. So we're looking into, you know, virtual learning, what courses could be. This summer we tried some. Um, in summer school we said modern history, you know, you can just be um, virtual. So um, I think rethinking about that experience. And then, um, you know, I, I think, again, I go back to the resiliency. I think our kids and staff are incredibly resilient. And you sometimes don't always see that until you're faced with a crisis. Uh, and, I, and so being faced with this, we, we had to adapt. And so resilience and adaptability, I think we saw that and we were able to overcome. Um, and manage it, and um, so I just I think there was there's so many wonderful things that came out of a really bad situation um, that I just don't want to take for granted again. You know, being in person, seeing people, having a meeting, seeing people's faces, even the masks still to this day, you know, are still, you know, they're they're there. But um, you know, I, I think that uh, I'm more hopeful. Um, and less pessimistic about when I think I have a bad day because there there are bad days during COVID, but um, yeah, I think I think this is a wonderful school and I, and everybody did the best they could under the circumstances. And now questions about big things going on right now in school. First, are masks going away anytime soon? That's again, who knows, right? I um, I, you know, I don't know. I think that. <clears throat> There's all kinds of, of recent, you know, you have the science of it. You have both sides that say, you know, is it is it effective? Is it not effective? You know, the um, virus is too small anyways, but I don't know. It might be interesting what happens with masks in the flu season, too. Yeah, there's, there's something that's, you know, um, I think it's hard for athletics to play with them. I think certain things can be 
really harder, but um, I think they've figured out a way to manage through some of that. Also, everyone has mixed feelings about student IDs now that we have to wear them all the time. Why is that and what is the future with that? Well, so we started our IDs back in 1920 and part of, part of having kids with IDs was really helping identify students. So there was, there was several, you know, there were incidents across the United States with um, violence in schools. And so um, we have just kind of shifted some of our lockdown procedures for if in case we have an intruder on campus. So we started with the IDs at that point and then um, we're moving to a scanning system so if um, you want to go into the AAC here and get support you're scanned in so all that kind of helps us understand how many times did you access it teacher can go oh you've been in math resource for three times that's great um, or they can remind you hey you haven't been in math resource so it used for multiple things uh, the lunch the quest was getting frustrated because kids were forgetting their ID slowing it down and we've had kids that use other ID numbers when they give the ID. So just, you know, having it for all kinds of good reasons. Um, and then we're moving to scanning for kids when you come in the doors. So you'll just now scan your ID. So it's really just making sure that the perimeter of the building has only who's supposed to be in the building in the building. Um, and it's just a quicker way. And then health services, you'll scan into health services. So the ID will be much bigger than just it's a picture. It's a ticket. And so just getting kids to remember to have them, um, and it's just something new. We're like one of the few schools that has not had the requirement. Most schools are all required to wear an ID. It's very few that don't. And we'll be discussing with kids further once we finalize the scanning system. You do it at a dance, it's really everything. So we'll do it at football games, we'll scan in. So, yep. That wraps up my interview with Principal Dubrovic and the Inside the Bubble podcast. I hope you found this interesting and learned something about New Trier and some of the people here. This podcast was a project for Mr. Sirik's broadcast journalism class, and I've enjoyed putting it together. I want to thank Ms. Dubravic, Mr. Conway, Mr. Munson, Charlie, Michael, Daniel, Elia, Mr. Sirik, Ms. Rash, and everyone who helped put this together or let me interview them. Thank you for listening, and this has been the fifth and final episode of Inside the Bubble. I'm Kaden Greco.